Okay, so I want to know, what have you been dreaming of? What have you been hoping for? What are you looking forward to? What is it that you want so bad? Are you still hoping, dreaming, aspiring for all of these things? Or is somehow the last few years taking such a bite out of that desire, out of that passion, out of that dream? Are you feeling like it's not going to happen? Does things seem so unreachable? Today and in this series, we're going to talk about those very things. We're going to talk about miracles. You see, miracles are either coming at us or they're going past us. And I want them. I want to expect them to happen each and every day. And I want you to know that the secret to life is believing in those miracles. This series will cover a lot of things, and I'm personally going to share with you some of those miracles that happened in my life and how they can also happen in yours. And I'm also going to give you biblical scripture to back it up. So let's get started in our first day of Believing in Miracles. that you want to see miracles happen in your life, just like that happened in the Bible. But how do we do that? How do we see them more and more? And do we play a part? And what part is it that we play? We will be talking about that in this new mini-series happening right now. It's entitled, Miracles, What Part Do You Play in Making Them Happen? Not only for you, but for others too. The best proof that I can give you of miracles is to share with you some of the things that have happened in my life and how God has come through and saved me from those things and gave me something so much better. So when I'm talking about, say, one problem, one totally different problem than what you may be experiencing that you may be hoping, wishing, praying for. I want you to listen with the, of how I used scripture, how I, how I had to stand and believe in order to manifest these miracles. I want you to not truly just listen to the problem that I was having, but I want you to apply those same principles, those same tools to your problem. So they don't have to be exact, but you use the same principles throughout, okay? That's what I want you to grasp so that you have the skill set to use in the things that you must believe for, stand for, manifest, and keep working and fighting through. Because it's not always easy. Because life just isn't easy. But I want you to succeed. So as I share the stories, listen to them, 
how that those things may apply to you. And listen anyway, because someday you may need to remember because you may be facing the same things. Okay, well, you see, I was raised in the church. I was baptized when I was only seven years old. And I know that it was a true experience with the Lord. I mean, I answered questions to the pastor that I didn't even know the answers for, and I got them correct. I knew that the Spirit of God was moving upon me. I knew because I've always known God. But to have a true relationship with Him was something totally different. You know, um, it was when I was 23 years old that I truly, truly accepted a life with Christ. And I asked Him not only to come into my heart and and just have this relationship with me, but I asked Him to take my life and make it and mold it into His own. You see, I married my husband when I was 16 years old. And by the time I was 19, I suffered an identity crisis wondering who I was. You know, you can you can question a lot of things, you know, but when you're there, it's really hard to have the answers. When I gave it some thought, you know, I realized that I had always been someone's someone. I was someone's daughter, someone's sister, someone's wife, and someone's mother. But who was I? I searched my my mind and my heart, and I just couldn't find the answers. Three years later, I found myself in the same place with a husband who left me and said that he wanted a divorce. With my father's concern and love, he told me not to worry, that everything would be all right, and that he would take care of me. But somehow, I had come to the point in my life where I knew there were no answers to my questions, and the thought of how other people would help me, I just wasn't finding comfort in that. The only thing that I knew to do was just fall to my knees. I cried out to God and I said, if you're real, then please, please come into my life and make it your own because I just don't know how to live it anymore. You see, that night I stayed up all night, all night long, just talking and listening to God. The next morning as the sun rose, after those long conversations with the Lord and and being able to listen to Him, being eager to listen to Him, not just pray and sit there. I mean, I was truly seeking God. I wanted to hear his voice. I wanted to know the answers. And I knew he was the only one who held the key to it all. You see, as I went outside that morning and I stood there, it was the first time since I was this, since I was a young child, that I felt like that I could hold my head high. I felt confident and comforted. I felt like I had a future now because, you know, God forgave me. 
He forgave me for all of my faults, my sins, my my doubts, my worries. You know, and, and having him forgive me and tell me that I'm worthy was all that truly mattered. It didn't even matter what the world thought. All these things today that people worry about in their their image and and um you know whether or not they have this or they have that and and or they look this way or they look that way, you know, all of those things that they worry about in life. You know, God held the key to it all. And, and, you know, as I followed him and I trusted him, I knew at that moment, I knew as I followed him and I trusted him that he would make all things new and that he would make all things right. I didn't have to be ashamed for I was new and I was a child of the most high God. I have learned over the coming years that God really loves big time. He loves big time. The more you seek him, the more you desire him, the bigger he shows you the things that you really desire in life. As the days passed, I was in the kitchen washing the dishes, talking to God. And I said to him, you know, God, I know that you've healed people in the Bible, and I believe that you still heal today. And God, I ask that you heal my marriage because I know that you can, God. I know that you can. And he spoke to me in my thoughts. I heard him say, as I was talking, him even interrupting me and saying, turn on your television right now to channel 21, which was the Trinity Broadcast Network. And grab, at the time, we had tape recorders. And he said, and grab your tape recorder because your husband will want to hear this someday. And this will be useful to you in helping others as well. Here we are in this moment right now. I'm talking to you. So I did what the father said. And the first words, the very first words out of the television were today. We're going to talk about born-again marriages. I was so amazed, for this was the first time I had God speak to me like that and then have it confirmed, confirmed with those words on the television program. That was more than enough of an answer for me to know that yes, yes was God's answer, and He was going to heal my marriage but I had to stand in faith and I had to do my part. And if I thought I had a serious issue, a serious problem, and that my circumstances were not healable, I was so wrong because I heard testimony after testimony of so many other couples who had worse situations than I, and yet their marriages were healed and so were their lives. Now, to listen to a story is a lot easier than actually going through and living, walking, breathing, eating, smelling, everything true in life. It's so much easier just to listen to the story, but I want to tell you something. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, and my faith and my patience were really being tested in the weeks 
and the months to come. I really had some struggling times in this, and I felt impatient as things didn't happen as fast as I wanted them to, and and things just didn't go as I thought they might. It wasn't a smooth road, because let me tell you something, the enemy, the devil, he doesn't like it, because he came to steal, kill, and destroy, and therefore, he's not going to make it easy on you. He's not happy about it. So all the things that he sugarcoated before the enemy to make you think that you wanted to do this or you wanted to do that, that really wasn't truly the way that God would have you to live. This is when it gets nasty. When you start turning your back on his ways and you start living for God, he's mad. He's mad. The war is on. So if you think it's going to get easier, just be prepared that it just might get a little worse before it gets better. Just tell yourself that. And as you're experiencing it, those troubled times that just seem worse, know that you're in the midst of the storm and you got to keep fighting through. You can't give up because you could drown. The storm is fierce, but truly it's okay persevere, stand in faith, and believe God. Stand on his word. You know what happens in the end? Things happened even better, better than I could have imagined. And I had to imagine that before it even happened. It helped. When things uh, really began to pull us down and make us feel as if we're losing, like we're losing all our faith, We must cling to the promise that the faithful love of our Lord will never end. His mercies never ceased. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. That's according to Lamentations 3, verses 22 through 23. I had my weak moments, but God made me want to get back up every time and keep pressing on so that I could live what he was going to do in my marriage and in my family and in my life. He has plans for you, just like he had plans for me. And for you, I'm excited that even though there will be valleys in your life, it's on its way back up again. And when you lose your footing, just get back up and keep walking. God will take your hand. Just ask him to, like I did. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It's just asking. You know what? what's the first step in all of it? Is your heart. Is your heart ready? Does your heart want to change? Does your, does your heart want to accept what God's about to give you? Everything that he can give you. But he can't just give it to you. You have to understand that. You have to be in a place of acceptance because it's a gift. You don't have to earn it. Do you ever remember having to earn a gift? He's willing to give it to you. He so much wants to give it to you, but you have to be willing to accept the gift and accept the gift without torturing yourself, without 
uh, thinking you're not worthy enough of it. I mean, a gift is a gift. You receive it, you accept it, and that's what you have to do. God will take your hand. He will take your hand, and he will walk you through it. It's not that it's going to be easy, but he will walk you through it. And you can be even stronger, and you can find that happiness that you've never known before. But you have to be in that that period, that moment, that stage of your life where you're willing to accept it, and you're willing to do the work. Because once you get that gift, that gift gives you so many things, uh, protection, um, it gives you him. And you have to ask yourself, who is he to me? Well, he's your father. He's your comforter. He's your provider. You know, and um, you have to be willing to step into your new life and learn. And don't don't beat yourself up that you're not perfect. Because he will just, he will just walk you through it. You see, one of the reasons that we have so many problems and that things tend to not work out is because we don't have Jesus in our lives. And Hosea 4, 6 tells us that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. People do not understand because they do not seek him and, they, and his answers And they do not know that he can and he will heal the issues in your life. There are people that we should expect to hear this from, like pastors, and even uh, many of them will try to comfort you and encourage you to go on and and do something else and and things like that. But, um, you know, don't don't continue to like set yourself up for hurt anymore, but God shared, he shared with me that even as I went through the process of change and healing in my own marriage and my life and things, that one day my experience would be a testimony to you and I was to share it and encourage you to trust God to heal what you can't. Um, what people of this world, you know, they cannot change for you either. And God he can give you feelings that you don't feel, um, that maybe you once felt and you want to feel again, say, if you're going through things like that. He can give you what you need to feel. You need to ask him for that. You need to ask him for feelings to do this, to do that, and he will give you more. I promise you. He will give you more than what you've had before, more than what you're asking for. He will give you exactly what you need. And you're going to look back on it and go, wow. So be encouraged, you know, and have this relationship with him. He doesn't want you to fail. So tomorrow we're going to continue. We're going to go on with this story. And we're going to discover so many more things. And you're going to be excited. So come back tomorrow. I'll be so excited to share more with you. Have a great day, everyone. And I want you to be thinking about um, where you're at, where you're at in your life today. Are you ready to just give God control 
and walk along beside him. You don't have to walk alone anymore. You don't have to struggle and try to figure it out anymore. We're going to talk about that. I love you. See you tomorrow.